0: Welcome to season two of the Fearless Lady podcast. I am your host, Charlene Light. And this season, I'm taking you on the greatest adventure of my life. I'm moving to Paris. I am a fearless coach and a soul guide here to inspire you as I navigate all things spiritual in the greatest city in the world, Perry. After spending a year tackling my fears at 40, I learned that everything that we truly desire and who we came to be is on the other side of our fear. Life gets to be as fun and miraculous as you dream it to be. So what are you waiting for? Let's begin. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Fearless Lady podcast. Ah. <laughs> so, we just put on our orders. We're sitting outside on the lovely terrace in the Il Saint Louis, and I'm getting a cappuccino. Maybe you're having an espresso. And perhaps we're waiting for our pain au which is my favorite. And I'm going to start to share with you what has been going on um, with me. And um, yeah, I'm just so excited to have you here. Paris is absolutely beautiful right now. We are entering September this week. And that's when everybody comes back from their vacations and things open back up. So I'm really excited. And for those of you that don't know, I actually... Came here last year in September. I stayed for a full month because I wanted to try it out. I wanted to see like what would it feel like to live here. So that's a really good. Um, that's a good way to like if you're if you're thinking about moving somewhere, just try it out. You know, and that really helped me. I, I knew right away that. I, I mean, even though I had such a great time, and I think I talk about this in my. First episode of season two, which is that I had this amazing experience, but I still was like, ah, I don't think I'm gonna move. <laughs> because again, our stories and our mind of like what it's gonna take to actually do the thing, it's like we hold ourselves back. I and mean, when we hold ourselves back, we hold ourselves back. Okay, so I also want to share about my beautiful. Group coaching program that I'm very very excited about, which starts on September 11th. It's called Awaken Your Soul. It's six weeks. I'm going to teach you how to live, to listen, and live from your soul. And each week we're going to go through um, very specific themes from the ego versus the soul's perspective. The first week we're talking about imagination as intuition. The second week we're talking about ego as expansion. And I'm going to talk about this particular theme in this episode and. then the third week we're talking about body as soul language. The fourth week is going to be relationships as divine assignments. The fifth week is about experience as wisdom. And, and we don't realize how many times we are telling our stories. We get stuck in the story of something. And because we're stuck in it, we cannot see the wisdom. We it's so interesting because we don't even allow ourselves. Like we love the story so much. Our brains love the story so much. Our ego loves the story so much that we stay in the same story and then we perpetuate the same story over and over and over again. So we're gonna break the cycle um, and I've got so many wonderful tools. Um, So I'm really excited to dive into this one. We don't even realize we're doing it. So the way that we relate to our past, we're gonna really look at it differently and it's going to be amazing. And then the final week is going to be manifestation as flow. And I talk about this in a recent IG video that I posted last week. So you should definitely check it out. Um, so I'm really excited about that. All the details are up on my website. It starts September 11th. I would love for you to join. I've got some incentives, some really cool, um, I've got a payment package. I've got a referral program. So check it out. Okay. We're going to dive right into this episode. So I had, (sighs) I'm laughing because I'm like, I don't want any more traumatic experiences, you know, but I had another traumatic experience um, that was very interesting to say the least. Um, And I'm going to talk about it. I'm not going to go into details, but I'm going to talk about it because there were some really powerful lessons that I learned. And the first is, well, let's just Let's just talk about ego for a moment, right? Ego gets such a bad rap. And it's not that we want to hate on our ego. It's not that we want the ego to be the enemy. We just don't want it to rule to rule our lives. We don't want it to be the driver in our car. We want it to be the passenger. <laughs> we want the soul to be driving. And we want the ego to be the passenger. Because the ego is important. The ego is how we get our identity. The ego is how we... Um, how we have our personality. You know, there is such a thing as having a healthy ego. So I want to talk about that because what happened to me, this experience, um, I realized so many things about how I was judging. You know, typically when I would be in a confrontation with somebody And I would, let's say, get defensive because I'm literally defending myself because I'm feeling like I'm being attacked. It would get thrown against me. Oh, you're getting defensive. So automatically it would be, the assumption would be it's bad and that I'm guilty because I'm getting defensive. That's actually not what's going on. I'm feeling triggered. I'm getting re-traumatized. Something happened that in this conversation, I'm not being heard. I don't have a voice. And so therefore, I'm trying to get this point across because I'm feeling threatened, right? That's actually what's happening. So, But in my view, because it was always used against me, and maybe you have a similar um, experience with being defensive, quote unquote, I internalize that as it's bad, that I shouldn't be defensive in conversations or in conflict with people, that that's bad, right? That just that automatically shows that I'm guilty of something. I don't know what, <laughs> right, um but however, there is such a thing as as being health like healthy to get defensive. It is healthy to defend yourself, especially especially when something is just not true and it's being thrown at you, and the other thing is like even just to fight like to stand up like. We have this idea, or maybe I can speak for myself, but to be spiritual is to just kind of sit there and allow somebody to go off and you're not saying anything because you're like, oh, what you say doesn't mean anything. So I'm not gonna and maybe maybe there is like a way to get there. I'm not there. <laughs> I'm I'm reading a lot of Ram Das and you know, he talks about getting there, but I, I really do believe that there's a healthy amount of ego when you're in a conversation or confrontation with somebody and it's important to stand up for yourself. It is important to speak your mind. It's important to get your point across. That is not a negative thing. So this scenario I'm going to describe, I'm going to tell you what happened. And then I'm going to tell you some of the takeaways that I, that I took from it and how we, there is a such thing as like having a healthy amount of ego and why it's important to to check ourselves on how we're judging either others in conflict or how we're judging ourselves in conflict. And it's really all coming from the same place. It's all coming from some sort of unprocessed trauma or pain. And this is how it's coming out, right? It gets re-triggered in a conversation with somebody or a situation and then boom, there it is. (laughs) we start to go off, you know? Okay. So I decided to do this new modality. I'm super open to all modalities except for drugs. I've never done drugs in my life and it's just not something that resonates with me. Okay. So I decided to do this new modality, which I thought would be really cool because it involved other people. Normally healing modalities or everything that I do is like kind of a solo experience. You know what I mean? Like even when I take courses, I'm doing a digital course and it's, but it's just me doing the stuff, the work on myself, right? So this was cool. It's in a group. Basically, you offer a sentence, something that you're working through, and then you assign somebody to quote unquote resonate with one of the words in your sentence. So for instance, somebody had a sentence around, I need validation from others, And so she said, okay, Charlene, would you be a resonator for validation? And then she said, so-and-so, would you be a a resonator for others? And so basically what we're doing is the idea is that our brain, when we had a traumatic experience, basically would shut off. It's sort of like what Carl Hume talks about, the shadow aspect. It would shut down that part of us or that story in our brain. So it would just be repressed. Right. And so this modality was all about going into those those places that were somewhat shut off or where it was split off or we forgot about that are deep in our subconscious. And we're allowing other people to kind of act out as resonators with these particular words. And the idea is that we're natural or we're naturally resonators, right? Like our whole lives, like even as children, like I mentioned in last episode, which is like we're intuitive, we resonate with people's energy. That's why I really think like all those years that I taught yoga, I would walk into a yoga class and people would feel so good, not because of what I was saying, but because they were just resonating with my energy because my energy, my home frequency, I believe is pretty high, right? And so that alone, people were like, um, feeling and feeding off of, right? That's why, like, you can walk into a space or even a city and you can start to resonate with the depression or you can start to resonate with, oh, I don't like this, you know, this particular, even like you walk into a restaurant and you start to feel the energy of the restaurant is off. Like, we're naturally born to resonate with other people's energy. That's just how we are, right? That's how we connect. So, that's sort of the theme around this modality. So, I decide, okay, I'm going to just first just participate as a resonator and see what that's like and then I'll I'll be a subject that's what we're called like when you want to offer a sentence and then you you take part in this process right so I'm like cool so we go through this whole thing and I'm really interested in how people are communicating with with each other and what people what's coming through and I'm already starting to feel that I I tend to resonate with love like that's that's really who I am. That's how I, I mean, I'm a healer too. So like, I'm always in it for love. Like that's just, I want to resolve things. I'm just somebody that's always going to come from the space of love. Right. So I noticed that that wasn't always the case with the other people in, in this, in this particular group. And I thought, okay, well, that's interesting, but I'm still open to it because again, this is all for the greater good of, getting to a place where we can heal, right? So when it comes to my turn, I share my sentence, I pick my resonators. And as I share the sentence and I start to speak, I notice I'm already super vulnerable and emotional. I've already shared something that I probably didn't realize or even admit to myself was true. So already I'm vulnerable. I'm doing a new modality and I'm sharing a truth that for the first time I'm speaking it out loud and I'm I'm giving it energy, right? So there's a lot of things going on here. <laughs> but I'm open to this process because I believe, I not only believe in it, but I really did trust the facilitator. I felt somewhat safe, even though there was part of me that was like, I don't know, you know, but that's okay. There's like a healthy amount of that, right? So we go into this whole session. It's starting to get really, really uncomfortable. I mean, really uncomfortable. Like at some point I feel re-traumatized. I start crying and I'm feeling like this isn't actually helpful. I'm feeling this, but I go into, because I'm, I'm traumatized I go into those four you know what what happens when we get traumatized is we go into the four um the four f's or the four fight flight freeze or fawn and I went into kind of freeze mode and somewhat fawn mode which is like people pleasing and so I I now feel like and there was another part of me that was like well I know that on the other side of this is going to be my greatest transformation. Maybe it's just like staying in this like uncomfortable, painful position for a little bit longer because there's going to be a gem here. There's going to be some good here because I'm so conditioned to believe because I do so much work on myself that a little resistance is okay. However, something crossed the line. Like it was really, really clear that something crossed the line because I no longer I felt like I didn't have a voice to say, stop. I just was like, I didn't know where to go. And so finally the facilitator comes in and she's like, okay, we need to wrap this up. We need to, you know, and it was really, it was awful. (laughs) It was not fun at all. And so, but again, I'm in this, like, I'm in fawn, which is like, it's okay. I'll get over this. Um, thank you guys so much. I mean, I'm literally thanking them, even though I'm like having this traumatic experience, like internally, but I just want it to be over and I'm feeling uncomfortable and I don't even know what happened. Something got triggered and it went off the rails, right? Get off the session. Oh, one of the things that she said was like, you know, sometimes we can't get there in one session. And I was like, yeah, but we didn't get anywhere in my mind. I'm thinking nothing good. Like, how is this good? How am I, I'm just left here, like stumped and in shock and like, kind of like what just happened, you know? So I get off the session. I of course start crying, but I'm, I'm also like simultaneously taking care of myself. It's okay. Um, something happened. Let's just let this process, whatever. Next day I write this long email and this is where I feel like I really did defend myself. I wrote this long email about all the things that I was like, and then this happened and this went too far and something crossed the line. Da, 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 and how is this? Help? I mean, I was just like, I went there. I went there in very specific detail because I was like, this is not okay. This is not okay. I don't know what you guys are trying to do. This went off the rails. It's not okay. So I sent the email and I felt better. I did because I was like, I know I'm right. I know that, that this is valid, you know, and then I got a response from the actual founder of the organization and he was like super apologetic. And, you know, he's like, you must have, I can tell you've done so much work on yourself because everything that you said was spot on. And I spoke to the facilitator and she agrees and da da, da, da da we're so sorry, all these things. And then I was like, even though he validated what I was, what I knew to be true, I still felt like, why did that actually have to occur, right? What, what was the lesson? So I decided to book a session with a psychologist who was um, specialized in trauma. I'm like, something got re-triggered, re-traumatized in me. I need some, somebody who's outside of this scenario to help me sort this through, right? So I booked this session. So it was very interesting because I realized, number one, that I was judging being defensive, that I thought being defensive was bad and wrong. And then number two, I had this idea that because I do so much, I'm in this whole field and so much of it is like, it's going to be uncomfortable until it gets comfortable again. Like I'm so used to, um, moving through resistance, but this was another level that I think, at the time I was like, well maybe there's still something good here, let me just stay in it a little bit longer and it went too far. And so I thought, wow, how do I how do I then stop it from going too far if I have this belief in my mind that somehow um you know, the greater the pain, the greater the transformation, you know? <laughs> like that's not healthy. That's not healthy, you know? And that's where I think you know, there's, and and this is why this is important too, is like, there's so much out there right now that's, um, help, you know, I'll help you with your trauma, help you with this. Like we have to be really cognizant and really discernment, like have some sort of discernment around like when certain things go too far, when it's just not helpful, when it's just like re-trauma, like you have to build a new relationship with what happened, not open up what happened and then just be like okay bye see ya we can't get through it in one session oh well you know what i mean that's so messed up you know and so and so i was kind of like why couldn't i have stopped it why couldn't i've just said no this is was gone too far i'm done and just like hung up and it was only on online you know so i speak to the therapist and one of the things that she said which i loved because i was like how do i know when to stop She's like, Well, when you're working out, how do you know you've gone too far? And I said, When it hurts. And she's like, Exactly. I was like, Oh, that is so good. Because we often think that, again, I thought, you know, well, let me just stay in this a little bit longer, even though it's. Very painful, and it's hurting me. There could be a great wisdom on the other side, you know. But when she said that, I was like, You're so right. If I'm working out or doing any sort of exercise that I feel is gone like it's hurting me, I'm going to stop. So, why wouldn't I stop in this scenario when I feel like I am hurting? And I was literally crying, you know. So, it was such a powerful lesson for me, and how you know, this idea around ego and the healthy part of our ego is our identity. It's the part of us that is like, no, stop. It's the part of us that creates boundaries. You know, it is healthy for us to say no. It is healthy for us to say stop. It is healthy for us to get defensive. Sometimes we have to fight. You know, being spiritual doesn't mean that we're just okay with everything. And this is what I'm learning. You have to decide that is your decision to make. Nobody can give that to you. I had to learn the somewhat unfortunate hard way that I could say, no, this has gone too far. I'm not doing this anymore. I don't care if you call this healing. This is not what it feels like to me. Do you know what I mean? So when you're in a conflict with somebody or you feel triggered from, you know by something, it's okay to voice it it's okay to get upset. It's okay to get angry. We just don't want to be malicious about it. We don't want to be unconscious about it, meaning we don't want to just throw daggers because somebody's throwing daggers at us. We don't want to meet them there. We don't want to be reactive. We want to be responsive. And we can be stern. And we can be forceful in a way that's um, very clear, And I think that's, that's the nuance of all of this, because I think I rejected that part of myself because I was always thrown back at me as like, oh, you're getting defensive and did it like it was bad. And I was like, but in my mind, I'm like, well, of course I'm getting defensive. Of course I'm going to defend myself. If I don't defend myself, then you're just going to continue to go on and on and on. This is me saying, stop. You know what I mean? And. And so I'm saying this because if you're anything like me or if, you, if you're somebody that's going down the spiritual path, you can tend to think that, oh, being spiritual is just being okay with everything and not having a, a, any sort of response at all. And, and, and the ego is, we want to just like let go of the ego completely. And that's not true. It is not true. I am learning so much about what I have judged as that, ba- like even the idea of it's so interesting because the word you know the, the girl that did it before me one of her I resonated as validation and because um she clearly was judging about val- needing validation from others and because I resonate was I have so much to love I was seeing it so differently I really was like well wait because she it, it turns out she's a dancer and a performer and I said I'm the I'm the part of you that wants to get up and perform for people. So there's a healthy amount of of, of wanting validation. There's, there's definitely a healthy um, part of you that wants to get up and perform for people. It's like when you're an artist, I don't want to just like create art in my room. <laughs> I want to share it with people. So like having that desire to want to share it with people, like that's good. That's healthy. And so it was really cool to kind of, be that, that voice of the good part of validation, that it's not all bad, you know? And so, you know, and I, and then, so even like just saying that now, it's like, oh, wow, I really learned a lot from this very traumatic (laughs) experience. Oh, and there's one more thing I want to say is that it's not so much what came up, right? It's not so much what came up. It's the way that it was presented that was traumatizing to me, that was familiar to me, which was I felt I learned this, you know, after talking to my therapist, but I felt very um, betrayed because here I was being so vulnerable and open and really just available to this process. and and it was sort of like turned against me, and that felt very familiar, you know, many, many times in my life. Um, I've been vulnerable with friends and it gets turned against me or that's the feeling almost like, um, yeah, it just, so that's what was being re-traumatized in me. That's what was triggering for me was, but I'm just, I'm just sharing like (laughs) how I really feel, you know? And then it just felt so, yeah, it was not, it was not good, but again, Because I'm able to, I'm so open to seeing everything from the higher perspective of like, how is this here for me? I can, I can move through it a lot um, easier and, and quicker. And I can see it now for what it is and what it did teach me. And I tell you something, in a month, two months, three months, five months, in a year, I'm gonna see it differently again. And I'm gonna pick out more wisdom from that experience. That's the beautiful thing about when you're on the spiritual path. It's just it keeps evolving, and then your ability to be able to relate to what happened to you will change and evolve, and it'll be even better and better and better and better, Um, and that's what's so cool. Because even just retelling the story, I'm 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 pulling out gems that I received, (laughs) which I couldn't have even done, you know, a week ago. You know what I mean? And, um, so all of that to say, it is a beautiful thing to have an ego. It is a beautiful thing to have our identity. And it's a beautiful thing to have a, um, positive relationship with our ego and to allow it to, and to use it for our greatest expansion, which is what I'm doing. And I really do think that you know there's aspects of who we are that do need to die, right? There's this term in the spiritual circles called the ego death. And really that just means there's aspects of who you are that are just constantly being shed, right? Being let go. And <laughs> I think mine is like the nice girl, the good girl. Um the one that's just accepting of everything. It's like, no, like I can stand up for myself. I can say no. I can create boundaries. I can stop something before something gets out of hand. Like all of it is okay. And the other thing I will say is, and this doesn't really get talked about a lot, but when you're in conflict with somebody or having a confrontation, there's also this beautiful opportunity to to go deeper in a relationship with somebody. So conflict its in and of itself is not Bad, it's actually good because you're able to kind of like relate to somebody in a new, deeper way. If you can do it in a way where you're really listening, I mean, obviously, triggers will come up, triggers will come up, right? But if you can go, oh, I just got triggered, or you can say it, you can start to voice it, you can say, you know what, I'm the way that you're talking to me right now, I'm feeling like I'm not being heard. So again, I'm, I'm pointing it at me like I can't really hear what you're saying because I'm feeling like I'm not being heard and, and so I feel like I have to defend myself. So maybe we just need to like change it up a little bit. And then, you know, like you can soften it. You can work through stuff by just going back to how this way that the person is relating to you is triggering you in some way that you're starting to like you cannot hear them anymore, which is what happens all the time, Right? So it's really all just so fascinating to me again and um and we'll see what happens you know I I feel like I've been growing leaps and bounds <laughs> these past few weeks and um and yeah so This is a juicy one. This is, I mean, they're all juicy, but like, I feel like the idea of, of conflict and what happens when we get re-traumatized and how we relate to each other and being defensive and having a healthy ego, all of these things are really, really juicy. And I'd love to, I can't wait to talk about them in detail in my new course. So I just want to say one final note on this whole idea of having a healthy ego, I know that I credit a lot of courses and teachers and all the things, you know, for my growth, which obviously they helped me tremendously, but let's be clear. I'm the one that did the work. I'm the one that changed my life and continues to change my life. I did it. So you can take all the courses and you can, you can even get all the coaches, whatever, but you have to be willing to do the work. You have to be willing because it's not enough to know something. You have to actually go out into the world and then implement it. And change is hard. But I just posted this on IG, which was, you know, which do you want? The pain of staying where you are or the temporary pain of change? Because that's what I believe it is. Change is not easy And to create a whole new life and to live um, the spiritual path, it's not easy, but it's so worth it because you're going to learn how to truly accept yourself. You're going to move through things in ways that are going to feel lighter. You're not going to feel like you're a victim to your life. You're actually going to feel more empowered. It's all here for you. And I think yeah, I just wanted to say that because I did the work and I continue to do the work and I wouldn't change any of it because I truly love who I am and who I'm becoming and the way that I relate. And that I'm constantly learning and I'm fascinated by all of it. I'm so curious about all of it. And that's really, that's the key, you know? So even... When we do work together and you book a session or you work with me long-term, you know, doing the fearless coaching package, like it's still you doing the work. I'm just leading you. I'm guiding you, but it's still going to be you doing the work. (laughs) So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And once again, if you like this podcast, share it with your friends, write a review, give me some some high fives or five stars or whatever you're supposed to do on iTunes. And uh, yeah, let's go take a walk around the, the Sin River. What do you say? All right? All right, guys. Take care, everyone. Sending you love always. Bye.